Hello, everyone, and welcome to your Thursday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast, the only show in Wiffle Ball that gives you daily Wiffle content from around the Wiffle world. I'm your host, Will Smithy, on this Thursday edition of Holy Commutes for the 2024 season. I know last Thursday I kind of talked about some big, I guess, picture ideas that were kind of going through my mind at Wiffle Ball regarding the five events that I played in um, the year before. Today I'm going to talk about really just um, Circle City Wiffle Ball and the main league that I play in here out of uh, Indianapolis. And I'm going to talk about what I think the future of our league should look like as far as kind of a schedule and a um, type of wiffle ball scenario. This is something that me and our commissioner, Brendan Dudas, have talked about before and something that we would love to try to kind of get implemented into the season. It may not be this year, but just kind of in the future, something to really look forward to. And it kind of, it kind of um, revolves around really changing the entire layout of, of Circle City Wiffle Ball, some, making it something that um, lasts a little longer, but may also give guys different experiences and kind of new breaks. So the the league that we're playing in now in Circle City, it's, it is basically NWA style rules. Um, really, the only difference is when you get walked, you can get a lob pitch. So instead of taking the walk, you can get a lot of pitches. Your count still stays the same. You can still strike out. Um, but as far as overall layout and kind of just style we play, we just would cons- I would consider it just clean ball rules. We have seven teams in our league. You, we play everybody three times for a total of 21 games during the season. Um, and then we get into our playoffs where six, six of the seven teams make the playoffs. We have kind of the first wild card round, we call it, where – we have every, the uh, the top two teams get a bye, three plays six, four plays five in a one game, kind of sudden death wild card game to move on. And once they move on, we have the four teams in the semis. And what we do there is kind of a double elimination tournament with those four teams on one full day where the last two teams standing move on to the Dirt Yard Classic for a best of three championship game the weekend after. Uh, we usually start our season, I'd say, May, May, June-ish, either right before or right after Memorial Day, I feel like is the normal time we start. And our goal is usually to have the championship a couple weekends, maybe two or three before Labor Day, and then having our big charity all-star fundraiser night um, the weekend after the championship, which is you, usually, I'd say that's about the third weekend of August, like I said, about a week week before Labor Day. This has been the schedule since as long as I've been in the league, which I think is, I, th- I think five years now. I've played five years now in the league, so this will be my sixth upcoming. And as far as the league, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a. There's. I'm not gonna say it's in a stalemate by any means. The schedule is really nice. Um, I enjoy playing it. Right now, we play on Sundays. You get to go. You get to see everybody. You get to have a nice day. Um, this is just something I think may take the league to the next level and just give guys more opportunities to experience new types of wiffle ball and also just play a little bit longer. So the first thing is with the schedule is I'm going to, I'm going to recommend that we do almost three seasons in one. I'm going to say three seasons in one is we're going to have a, a slow pitch, possibly yard style opening to the year. 
Um, then we're going to go into our clean ball NWA style league that we've always done. And then after that, I'd love to go into like a UFs ball cup ball style league where at the start of the year for Circle City, we always do a kind of our free agent February where people can kind where people can sign and sign and fill out the rosters for the teams while still having usually, usually the same coaches year year to year. Sometimes there's a little bit of change, but the same overall, the same teams in the league. So that wouldn't change anything. You'd be you'd be still getting, you know, six to seven guys on a team first six or seven teams in the league. Um, but in this case, you're getting free agents for three different styles of wiffle ball. You're going to want to have the, a team that can compete in all three styles because my suggestion would be for us to, I'd say right after Easter, uh, first weekend after Easter, start our slow pitch season. So per- personally, I would, uh, I would kind of take you this similar to Orable, where you have the you have three fielders and a pitcher. You can use a full ninety degree wiffle field that we have already, and I would just say we just play for five or six weeks, where you play maybe a doubleheader each Sunday against another team. So you play all the other teams in the league. Just for this situation, we'll just say we have six teams next year. You got six teams of let's say seven guys um, for the entire year. You have five weeks. You play each team a doubleheader one week, so you play a total of 10 slow-pitch games. And then I'd say everybody makes the playoffs, have the first two teams get a bye, have four play – or have play three, play six, four, play five. And I would just do kind of a single elimination tournament um, where just the whoever comes out at the end kind of comes out at the end and wins like that slow-pitch season. So – and for me, if you start it, I think looking at the calendar, if you start this the week after Easter – um and take a break say mother's mother's day weekend in there uh the championship would last or the championship weekend would happen right before memorial day which for people that aren't super super into indiana sports memorial day weekend is the indy 500 here which that's a weekend that we there is no wiffle ball that weekend people are too involved in the race and going out so i think that'd be a perfect a perfect finish line to try to end the slow pitch season one before before Memorial Day weekend when people are going to the going to the track and going to the carb day and doing all the all the festivities here in downtown Indianapolis. So that would be the first one. And with with the slow pitch, my suggestion would be to uh, adopt the strike zone just like we have now for our slow pitch, just kind of make games and maybe go a little bit faster. If do the five or six balls if you're worried about walking people at slow pitch, trying to make people swing still. Um, but just involving the strike zone three fielders, one pitcher. If we have the two fields, we put together the nice uh, grass field outside of left field at the dirt yard. We'd be able to still have everybody come together, play those doubleheader games. And uh, I think it'd be a really, a really good time to kind of kick the season off with the slow pitch. Um, You don't have guys throwing, throwing super hard in the spring here now when it's kind of cold. So I think it gives the guys a little bit of time to adjust their arms and kind of just get back into wiffle shape and playing. And it just gives us uh, an earlier reason to get back out to the wiffle ball field, which I think would be fun. And I know I know there's several guys in the league that may do better at like a slow pitch style than a fast pitch style and vice versa. So I think I think this would be a good a good idea to just get more involvement in the league and getting guys um, getting guys used to playing other styles and kind of seeing what they uh, do best in. So 
yeah, the slow pitch season, I'd say, would end right around Memorial Day there. And then with Memorial Day, that weekend we have off. The next weekend after, I would say we'd go into our clean ball season, which – so this will be season two, um, but still overall the same kind of year. So we're still going to have the same teams that we just had in the slow pitch, um, but now we're rolling it into that regular season for CCW. And I the goal would be to keep the exact same clean ball season that we have now. Um, it's our – main style that we play in our league it's what we're known for and it's what we're really good at that's why we've had very good uh teams come out to nwa we've had two teams several times um people really enjoy this style in our league and i don't i don't see it going away anytime soon so i would say i could would consider that the main league um start after memorial day have our six to seven teams still play everybody three times and just try to I don't know the exact numbers of it, but I know um, in the summers you have a little bit more free time for people to play some games during the week like we have in the past. So it doesn't have to be every weekend. So we could take, you know, July 4th weekend off. You could take Father's Day weekend off. Um, Usually like hometown cup weekend, we take off stuff like that. We could still work around it and just have the end goal be finish our World Series two weeks before Labor Day do our all-star game charity night where we get everybody out there the weekend before Labor Day. And that way we can finish that clean ball season, season two of the year right there then before Labor Day. So that's another then off weekend before people go into the next, the next season of cut ball. So, and for clean ball for us, like that is our bread and butter. I'm expecting most people to be able to fill out teams. I think I think for this style, I wouldn't be opposed to us going back down to six teams um, if we do this kind of three-season, um, this three-season, I guess, year for the league um, because it would allow one one extra person to be on a team so guys can maybe pick and choose which one's their favorites to play, and some guys may not want to play uh, slow pitch as much. Some guys may not want to play clean. Some guys may not want to play cut ball. Um, so having maybe seven guys on a roster where as long as you have four that can make it any given day, that's still a pretty good leeway for guys making it. We could, we'd still have guys on our free agent list like we usually do. And I think something like that would be very fun. I think one of the issues that we would run in, I guess I can get this later, is this guy's traveling in um, if we're playing it this long and doing this many seasons. So that would be something that they'd have to figure out with their – roster control but i can get into that later um once i finish talking about then part three so then part three after labor day um would be our cut ball like you with style so same teams again um you just basically just start playing cut ball with the big barrels we'd have usually after labor day um in between labor day and the u whiffs is when i would try to end it i'd try to end it a week maybe two weeks before u whiffs um to give a little bit of extra time for for selfishly for myself and some other guys to rest up before we go out to UFs. But that would probably still be similar to the slow pitch season where you're kind of playing out there five weeks, playing a doubleheader against each team. And then championship, I would just do a single elimination through the championship where you got a one and two, get a bye, three play six, four play five, go to the semis. And like I said, the single elimination one day tournament that the most people at the most somebody could play three games. Um, most are just most I'd say would probably be playing two. Um, 
I guess there could easily be an upset, so it easily could be three, but that's not too many games for just one day for kind of the championship in our league. In our league for that as well, I would uh, I would keep our same kind of pitching rules, which we do the NWA pitching rules, or once you throw over two innings, you can't throw the next game. But we also do, you can't throw over six innings in a day um, unless it is like a playoff type atmosphere, where if it's a playoff um, game, you have to, you can do the NWA. Um, so that would be involved on the championship day. But I think that would be, I think that would be something cool to have because, um, we don't have that many people getting into cup ball. Well, we have, we have a lot of guys trying to get cup ball talking to me and Reed and Dudas and Witty and Jones about like our experiences at UFs. And I think, I think just having a small league there at the end um, might get more guys interested in it to where maybe our league could start seeing some more shift in cup ball and getting more guys out to that UF tournament. Cause I know they would be, they would be competitive and they would enjoy it. We have a lot of arms in our league that once they start throwing the cup ball, I'm sure they're going to, realize how much fun it is and how much more control they're going to have than throwing the clean balls. So I think, I think as far as a league wise, we can do kind of this three seasons to where we'd have three champions. We'd have a slow, slow pitch champion, a clean ball champion, and a cup ball champion. And I think we can also develop a point system during the league to where we can, where we can have an overall champion. I think that would be something really cool where say you get five points for a, five points for a championship, three points for a runner up and maybe like two points for a semifinal um, or like one point for a semifinal or maybe an extra point for a team that wins like the regular season um, for each of the leagues, just something similar to that where we can, we can keep track and we can have like an all year an all league title of like the best overall team, you know, the, your best cup ball team, clean ball team, slow pitch team I think something like that would be really cool and then it also kind of allow us to have more awards for guys in the leagues um I feel like we while we have been getting more and more guys um showing up and getting more awards I think having having a a pitcher award for slow pitch clean ball and cup ball would be something that'd be really cool and then you can have an overall pitcher for the year um same thing with hitting I think you can do that same thing with a coach um, kind of like a team, how we just said, just a lot of different, a lot of different ways that we can work on that. I think, um, I think you could still, you could do a fielder for each of those as well. And we already do a fielder for the dirt, for a uh, dirt yard for CCW league. It'd be easy to do that for slow pitch and cup ball as well. Now, I think also in the perfect world, we'd be able to align these seasons with, the national championships of each of their like respective seasons. Um, so in a perfect world, if we were able to do the slow pitch in the spring, uh, we would prefer like, like a hometown cup to be maybe early, early summer, late spring, but we know it's always the last weekend of July. So that, that doesn't quite line up, but this thought kind of came to Dudas and I this summer when we were um, talking about, starting with the slow pitch, then moving into clean ball, and then trying to have, like, the clean ball championship end maybe a week or two before NWLA, so that way we can get the team that's going to go to NWA together and practice a little bit instead of having it be right in the middle of the season like it was this year in July. And then once once that NWA was over, you know, maybe get a week or two break and then go into a cup ball season where we can ride that out all the way until you whiffs we're the same type of thing, have a couple, a couple teams that are going to UFs there 
end a little bit early so we can practice before. And in an ideal world, in a selfish world, I'd be able to make the schedule where it would do do all this, um, you know, perfectly. But that's not quite that's not quite how it works. But I do think I do think as far as like in my opinion, just getting ready for all the different national tournaments doing this kind of style of league would be very beneficial i'm a guy that i'm a guy in our league that goes to all the national tournaments except for the open i've never i've never played yard ball that one's a little bit tougher for me to get to in the middle of august and stuff and get get a team to go out for it but you know hometown cup nwa uifs those are three things that i have on my calendar every year that i'm always going to try to make and i think being able to play all of those styles every year would be greatly beneficial for me and this other guys in the league that kind of want to want to start coming to all these national tournaments with me and wanted to win some of these tournaments on the big stage because I think that's that's kind of the best part about football so far we got a taste of NWLA with the win in 2020 was that two and I think I think we just, as a league, we're um, we're hungry for more of them. We have more guys uh, wanting to win these more than ever. And UIFs, Hometown Cup, NWA, they're all tournaments that I think we have a chance of winning just for our league. And I think having to do a schedule like this where we're getting experience to more guys, we're going to get deeper teams, we're going to get dip- deeper leagues, I think it's just more beneficial for the guys that are going to these tournaments all the time. And it's I would say it's definitely a little bit selfish of me to, you know, ask and do something like this because I am kind of thinking of a more national uh, scale for myself for going to these tournaments. But I do think um, for guys that want to play more, um, they can. And guys that don't want to play more, we're still going to have the same league, the same clean ball, base running type league in the middle of the summer that we have, that we've had for, you know, the last 10 years or so that, People are always going to be able to play. They're always going to be able to join, be on a team, and, and run with it. They don't have to show up to the clean ball. They don't have to show up to the cut ball. They don't have to do stuff like that. Um, and I think that's fine. I'm not expecting people's lives in our league to just fully revolve around wiffle ball. But I know a lot of guys that want to keep playing and want to play wiffle ball year-round. I think in the future of doing this, I think we could get more teams – to UFs, like I mentioned, we already got four or five teams in Hometown Cup this past year, and we've had two teams in NWA. NWA with the deeper rosters, two teams is probably the max we'd be able to get. But I could I could easily see um, Circle City getting two, maybe even three teams to UFs that are competitive on a good on a good scale once they start playing this style. And I think changing the league to kind of being an all around all around season where you're having three different leagues in one would be something that'd be really cool and would get guys that experience that they needed at other styles to be confident to go to these other tournaments. Now, some of the issues that like I'm thinking about first, like by changing a league and doing this is one, just the availability of people playing that long. That's why I think this past year we had 16 or we had seven teams with six guys on team. So 42 guys in the league. I think, Shrinking that back down to six teams um, and having seven guys on the team would um, allow more. It would it would allow deeper rosters. Granted, our rosters were very deep this year. All the teams were very good. It, you pretty much could win any game when you went out there, which was something that we have worked on as a league to kind of create this parity with the free agency that we do. I think having the six teams of seven, 
you can have two or three guys miss and still be able to field a team for the day. You're only playing two games with four people. It's most of the time that's not going to be too hard to do. I think it allows people to be a little bit more free in their summers in our league and some of the off days knowing that like you could have two or three people miss and still play the game. Whereas this year's past, if you know two or three people were gone, it was going to be hard for you to play the game. So I think having that extra roster spot would be beneficial if we were going to do the league like this, unless we got a bigger increase of players. And I think the next, the next thing is how it would affect our free agency. So our free agent February that we do where people have kind of salary caps and values assigned to them. And you have to stay under certain two man and three man and four man, and then a six man cap for your team in order to be eligible to play. I would wonder how this would kind of affect it because our salary caps are only designed for kind of the clean ball league that we play in with our stats. So going into a slow pitch and going into cut ball, those are very two different, very different styles than clean ball. Um, even though two of them are each fast pitch, two of them use yellow bats. Um, it'd be very hard to use the rankings for all of that put in. So I know, I know there's several guys in the league that go up to hometown Cubs and they're hitting 15 to 20 homers a weekend and they're smashing every ball. But in our fast pitch league, they they may not have 15 homers in, an entire year. So it's something that trying to figure out the salary cap for it and the value assigned to each team may be a little bit tricky, especially if we're trying to keep the teams whole for the entire year, which I think would be the goal. I think it'd be fun most fun to have the one team compete as the same seven guys for clean ball, cut ball, and slow pitch. I think that would be the ultimate end goal. So trying to figure out the roster situation with the salary cap and the value of players would definitely be something that would kind of need to be tweaked and kind of learn how to figure that out. But I think if we were able to get that over that hump, it would be really, really awesome. I'd say that's probably the hardest hump we'd have to get over to try to create the most parity and best teams that we could in the league. The next hump I think that would be difficult is we do get a lot of um, talent and guys from Northwest Indiana up that play Leroy and Orable and having kind of the season like this where they can be maybe that extra roster spot on the team because they were on the rosters last year. Um, it may be difficult to count on them as much just because it's like it's more games, it's more styles. They're already playing slow pitch orable. They may not want to come down and play in the slow pitch part of CCW in the spring. I don't quite know what Orville's schedule is, but stuff like that may may influence their decision to where we might lose some of those guys coming down. And that's not that's not something that I'd want. I'm not I know that's not something our league would want because we like when those guys come down. Um, they bring a lot of talent down for us and they help they help make the rosters even better and stronger and just give our league a lot of good talent in it when you're there to play. So that would be something that we'd have to work with. I don't know necessarily how that would be. I don't know quite the schedules of the Northwest Indiana guys and how they work, but I know they're not a major part like population wise of our league. They're a minor part of it, but they're still guys that we count on. There's a good, there's a good handful of those guys that we can count on um, the last couple of years that have been coming down to play and that we enjoy playing with. So, that's another hiccup. And then the next hiccup that comes to my head is just weather. Um, obviously, wiffle ball and weather, you know, rainouts and stuff that happens all the time, um, especially in leagues where you kind of have 
the league dates where you can kind of reschedule and stuff. I think having the three different seasons really compacts the schedule. I know there's kind of built-in breaks with holidays and stuff, but, you know, if rain or storms come through that weekend and wipe out games, uh, I think people would have to be okay with maybe not making up some games, just kind of changing now, like, playoff requirements, stuff like that with teams, as long as everybody's kind of canceled out or maybe you just throw out games from that day or something. Um, because, you know, Indiana weather, we're going to have – we're going to have rain outs. You're going to get bad weather. Um, I mean, last year we had a tornado come through on the day while people were playing. You know, the stuff like that happens, and you just got to you gotta move on and try to still figure out how to get the league in. So I think I think for our main main style in the clean ball in the summer, we, there's enough days during the week where you can reschedule games and kind of get those cleaned up. But as far as, like, the cut ball and the slow pitch versions go, I think you're probably we're not – we're not probably going to be rescheduling rainouts and stuff like that. It's just kind of get show up, get your games. And if you can, if, if the weather causes you to not be able to play the games, you just kind of deal with it and move on to the next week, especially when I would consider those styles a much, a much lower stake style as far as our league like is concerned. And also the next thing would just be kind of like the point system. I, I know I mentioned it briefly earlier. I would say, to have an all-around champion, I I don't think for our league they should all be weighted equally. I know I kind of mentioned that earlier, but like for me, I would put more emphasis on the clean ball style. One because that is our own league, and two because we're going to play more games. That's really going to be the heart of the league. I'd say by the time you put in the weeks together, um, we're playing. Let's say if you have six teams, you're going to play eighteen. You make the playoffs, you're going to be playing twenty games for clean ball whereas um for cut ball and slow pitch combined you may be only playing you know 21 or 22 games so about i'd say just about half the season is going to be clean ball so i think we have to kind of do a weighting system to try to figure out points that's fair for teams that may load up on slow pitch or cut ball guys but also you know still give focus and prevalence to that clean ball that main style because i'd say that's going to be the biggest one that we'd want to win as far as the own like league perspective. So you still can win titles for slow pace. You can still win titles for cup ball, but I think the heavy, the heavy part of the all around ranking should be weighted for clean ball with, with kind of overall standings and uh, points formats for championships and semifinals and league champions and stuff like that. But yeah, in essence, I think for CCW as a whole, I think, moving into a system like this would be very beneficial for the league. I think it'd be something that would be really cool. It'd be one of the first, one of the first leagues I feel like to kind of have a system like this where they're playing all the styles all during the year, having different champions yet the same teams in all of them. I think it would be a really cool next step for the league. And I think it's something that we should definitely look into um, with off season meetings this year and possibly next year and see, what the guys think of it and how it would be taken with different people in the league. And if they're interested in doing something like this. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this Thursday edition of Holy Commutes. I'm going to plug one thing though, for people that don't quite know about the circle city with football all-star game that we do each year, I would strongly suggest you um, look into it. I think they have videos up on either YouTube or Twitch. Um, over those games being streamed. Um, it's a night that 
everybody in the league gets involved um, as a giant kind of charity game for what's called Whifflin for Whitney, I believe it was Dudas's, our commissioner's niece, um, who had a struggle with brain cancer. And it's a charity event where all the proceeds go towards research for that. And it's a night where we get, you know, a few hundred people out at the dirt yard. We get friends, we get family, we get a lot of people there with all the guys in the league for a big kind of charity night, all-star game that's kind of taken different shapes the past few years. We've done traditional all-star type games. This past year, we did kind of a banana ball type game like the Savannah Bananas. There's usually a silent auction. There's food. There's just a lot of good stuff happening at it. I'm just going to plug that for people if they want to get involved or figure out when that is and maybe come down to uh, the dirt yard and see it under the lights with, you know, a few hundred people there for a night like that is something that's really special. And a lot of people in our league think it's the best night that, uh, that we have as far as wiffle ball at the dirt yard, since we have so many fans and stuff, it's a really a great atmosphere. So just wanted to plug that today before I, uh, finished off this edition of Holy Commutes.